And I want to say, again, it's about the feeling that I get, which is almost yeah, sure. indescribable. I've tried to name it, and I'm going to tell you what I've come up with for right now. I would probably call it the little house on the prairie warming sensation effect. <laughs> that it just gave me a warming sensation. I thought you were going to go back to body. your old your old standby nipple lightning. Nipple, nipple lightning. It's more, it's deeper than nipple lightning. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> oh wow, it is. Hello world, there's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society, the podcast for people born in the big wheel generation who definitely, at some point, changed the channel with a set of pliers. We believe our Gen X childhoods gave us unforgettable songs, stories, characters, and images. And if we don't talk about them, they'll disappear, like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. And today, we will be saving the songs that told us our favorite show was coming up next with a countdown of the best TV theme songs of all time. I'm Carolyn. I'm Kristen. And I'm Michelle. And we are your pop culture preservationists. There are songs that trigger memories of spending hours in front of the idiot box after school or sitting on the couch with your whole family waiting for some big weekly event. And later, maybe it's a late night show, a sitcom that came on after the news every night that signaled the day was done. These songs are like portals into our childhoods, and they take up serious real estate in our brains. I'm just going to say the word TV theme song. You sing the first thing that comes to mind. The Office, that's, that's, yeah. that's very respectable. Yeah. TV theme song, what's the first thing that comes to your head? Here's the story of a man named Brady. He was living in a house with lots of kids. Oh, he's <laughs> oh, your yeah. TV theme song, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? We're moving on up, moving on up to the top. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. We're moving on up to the top. We finally got a piece of the pie. Mm, mm, mm. Seeing the first TV theme song that comes to your head. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could be this free. (laughs) (laughs) If you ask most people, and by people, I mean grown-ups, born anywhere from 1940 to 1980, to sing a TV theme song, any TV theme song off the top of their head, it might sound something like that. It might, or it might sound like my husband who sang the theme song from Beretta. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. No, no, no. You're a star. Don't do it. That was the first one that came to his mind. That's the first one that came to his mind. So we Gen Xers and boomers too, for that matter, this is a shared knowledge. We, we right. know the words. Our age mates know the words. That's why we sing these songs on the bus, right? Flintstones, meet the Flintstones. We're a modern family. What do our kids sing on the bus? Yeah. There was a golden age of TV theme songs. And according to Paste Magazine, it ended in 2008. I think there's something to be said for 
just the kind of television shows that happened after 2008. Mm-hmm. They're just the family-friendly, let's all sit down together. They just weren't right. existing mm-hmm. as much anymore. That's the and siloing, right? You yes. can't, there isn't a show that is for a group of people of various ages. It's right. very hyper-focused. That first hour of TV used to be very wholesome. Yes. And mm-hmm. of course, you'll sit down and watch The Waltons and Little House on the Prairie and we're mm-hmm. 8, 9, 10, and 11. I just think in terms of right. the whole television evening experience as it's- a child, which is kind of what we're talking about, that our childhood, there just wasn't anything that for a long time, even to me in the after the growing pains, family mm-hmm. ties kind of generation um, of TV that really ever happened again. Well, and for me at least, and I'll be able to share some of this when we're talking about our choices for best TV theme songs, I looked as forward to the theme song as I did to the show I was going to watch. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. These are some of the theme songs that broke into the top 10. So these ones- Yeah, big hits. Okay. We have The Rockford Files was number 10 in 1975. Hill Street Blues, number 10 in 1981. Happy Theme from Happy Days, Rock Around the Clock, was number 5 in 1976. Making it. Do you remember that show, Making, making it? it? Oh, yeah. Do, do. I'm making it. I've got the chance. I'm taking it. Come on. Come on, baby. Okay. What Obviously I want everyone I do. to do, if you want the biggest <laughs> form of entertainment tonight, is I want you to go on YouTube. And I, I want you that. to, I, I want you to that. search the theme from making it and watch the voice, watch the man sing it. And he, mm-hmm. he was the star of the show too. And he grew up because David the Naughton. show, if you'll remember, I had a little yeah, crush so on him. David Naughton. So the show only lasted nine episodes making it. And it is yeah. in TV guides list of the worst TV shows of all time. And oh my God, he, you're it kidding. was about, nope. It's actually, it's a good song. The show may have been super shitty, but the song is really good. But watching him groove because because it opens with like three solid minutes of just music, and he cannot disco more than he's discoing in that. He is definitely on, on cocaine. I'm gonna say because he just walks <laughs> and back and forth like a caged bear. It's a caged bear with ants and ants in his pants. Okay, isn't he in like a Dr Pepper commercial? Yes, he's the Dr yes. Pepper guy. Peppers, wouldn't you like to be a pepper tooth? Be a pepper tree, Dr Pepper. You're a pepper, we're a pepper, something pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper? All right, okay, we digress, but that was a good good, um, rabbit hole. So Mm -hmm. making it was number five in 1979. Mm -hmm. Hawaii 5-0, number four in 1969. And Greatest American Hero reached number two in 1981. Whoa. Drum roll, please. So, okay, but there were two songs that I found that actually hit number one. And one of them in 1976, actually, both of these were in 1976. 1976 was a big year for theme songs. There were some in the top mm-hmm. 10. Uh, the theme from SWAT. In 1976, because it was very Mm -hmm. disco, very funky, and that Mm -hmm. was the height of disco. And it's a great, 
great song. I always get it mixed up with the theme from Shaft. Oh, Andy can really... do the theme from Shaft, oh, too. Oh, he Beretta, can sing it? Shaft, Kojak. Well, he does, like, the music and stuff. Like, he's like a beatboxer or something. I want to see this. Do you guys want oh, to yeah. guess? Um, there was another number one song. This is a lyric song in uh, 1976 okay. that reached number one on the Billboard charts. Another, so 1976. Uh-huh. And it, did you say what, number one? It hit number, number one? Number one, yeah. I am coming up with a total blank. What else could it be? A number? So it means we had to hear it a lot. You guys just want me to sing it, don't you? I do want you to sing it, actually. Welcome back. Oh, of course. Oh, I didn't know oh that got God. to number one. Welcome back, Cotter. The theme from Welcome Back, Cotter reached Mr. number Cotter. one in 1976. Mm-hmm. Of course wow. it did. In third the more grade. You know. Yes. Okay, so then you had, so those were songs that were like theme songs that were actual songs, and they played on the radio constantly. That's why we loved them. Um, So then you had songs that actually explained the premise of the show, and the master of this was Sherwood Schwartz, who created the Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island, who wrote his own theme songs in order, clearly, to tell the watcher what was coming. And they generally (laughs) started with something like, here's a story. <laughs> so, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sing you a couple and see if you can name the show. So of course okay. there's, here's a story of a, a lovely lady. Man named Brady. Okay. So yeah. obviously okay, the Brady, Brady, Brady right? Sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale, a of, tale of a, a fateful trip. trip. There you go. It's uh, Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's yep. Island. Okay. Then there's, Listen to a story about a man yeah, named, named Jed. Jed. Poor, Poor mountaineer barely, barely kept his family, family fed. And then Beverly one Hillbilly. day he was shooting for some food. And out from uh, the boat, oh, something yeah, came, came the bubbling crude. crude. Oil, that Oil, is. Oil, that is. Black gold. Black gold. Texas, Texas tea. And they didn't always start with here's a story or let me tell you or here's a tale. You, But they told you the story anyway. You knew what was happening. So, like, here's one that doesn't say here's a story, but it has in it. Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue. Oh, yeah. Green um, Acres. Green yeah, Acres. Yeah, that's what to Green say. Green yeah. Acres is the place it, yeah. for, me. for me. It tells you the whole setup mm-hmm. in the song. So you they know tell you coming. the whole story. Okay, so then you have the iconic instrumentals. Mm-hmm. There oh are things with no words, but they were drilled into our minds. And not only do we know them and can sing them, we heard them on the radio. Mm-hmm. What about Dallas? Dun, Dallas. The okay. Waltons down. That was on my top Sing 10 it, list. Sing it, Carolyn. Sing it. Da, 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 da. I think every band, every kid who was a band member in the 80s had to play, <laughs> and probably still, had to play Hawaii Five-0. Um, and yeah. every cheerleader did a routine. To Hawaii Five-0. Did you know that the Hawaii Five-0 theme is the unofficial fight song of the University of Hawaii? No. no. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Fact. Isn't that a fun fact? I also liked, um, I like this one. This is one I wrote down because this was a a show. I've mentioned it before on the podcast. I got to stay up and watch with my mom and loved Heart to Heart. And after he says, and my name is Matt, and I take care of both of them, which they need. (laughs) Because when they met, it was was murder. MASH, but MASH was an instrumental when we watched it on TV, but it has words. So was MASH a movie first? MASH was a movie, and the lyrics, so I think, okay, I-M-H-O, 
I think this is the most iconic of all instrumentals. So yeah, it was a movie first. And they did have the lyrics with the movie. But then when they did the TV show, they removed the lyrics quite wisely some say because the title of the song is suicide is suicide painless, is painless yes. that's right um, comes with me yeah yeah I'm i I'm think so this is a song beloved by all junior high flute players right yes i was gonna say that <laughs> right band. and i have mm. there is one little instant like a microsecond in the opening to mash that gives me goosebumps every single time and it's this scene where these women dressed in their fatigues are just like running like hell. Oh, yeah. They're just running their asses mm-hmm. off like this tight little cluster of Wonder Women. And they're going to kick some ass. They're going to save somebody's life. <laughs> and I just like, I love it so much. And when I watch it with Mike, if I'm not in the room yet, he'll be like, he'll call out, the ladies are running. The ladies are running. <laughs> Okay, did you also know who wrote the lyrics for the theme to MASH? Mm-mm. No. Okay, so Sherwood the Schwartz. lyrics, which we don't hear in the TV show, but we do hear in the movie, were written by Robert Altman's 14-year-old son. Robert Altman was the director of the movie. He's 14 years old, and it was like some poem he wrote in his journal, and his dad like, dang, that's good. Let's me put this into a song. And then that child, that kid, has made over a million dollars in royalties. Wow. Wow. I know. Did Good he become him. a songwriter or anything? Do we know? No, who I don't is? think he did. Oh. I don't think he did. Sells insurance and vocal baton. <laughs> Little boy Altman. Way to go. Oh. Good That's for him. Impressive. Yeah. I'm proud of him. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about this for like, you know, you know, a song is iconic when you have a neighbor um, with an old jalopy full of junk. And every time it drives past your apartment, you go, burp, burp, burner. <laughs> Very good. Ooh, that was really burp good. Burp yeah. person. Burp burp. Burp burp <laughs> Which, Love of course, it. is Sanford and Son. So when Mike was like a newly minted adult and he lived in this apartment with like 19 other guys and they'd sit out on the porch and every time that jalopy drove by, one of the guys would go, (laughs) (laughs) see, and everyone knew what he was doing. And everyone knew exactly what he was referring to. That's right. That's exactly right. Yep. It's impossible to talk about instrumentals without at least mentioning Mike Post. This is true. And I'm going to do a little more than mention him because, my goodness. <laughs> That's a rabbit hole, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Was it a rabbit hole? I'm okay, excited. Yeah. I've never heard his name. Mm. Oh, my. Well, what? So here we go. Let me tell you. Here I'm we go. Right. Fill us in, Carolyn. Have, he mm-hmm. is worth maybe an entire episode of Pop yeah, Culture really Preservation is. Society. So what John Williams is to the music uh, movies. So a music movie composer. We know John mm-hmm. John Williams, Star Wars, all that stuff. Right, yes. That is what Mike Post is to television. In 1974, he wrote The Rockford Files. As Michelle has told us, that became a top 10 hit. Mm-hmm. He actually won a Grammy for that in 1975 for Best Instrumental Arrangement. Mm. So not, they, it wasn't an award, wasn't an award for a TV show song. It was just no, an award for a, a song. No, it's a Grammy. Yes. 
Best Instrumental Arrangement. Good for you, Mike Post. Went on to win two more Grammys for Instrumental Arrangements. Hill Street Blues and L.A. Law were also Mike Post creations. All right. He wrote the TV theme song for Magnum P.I. It's especially fun that he did this, you guys, because guess what? He Hmm. was childhood friends with Tom Selleck. He graduated in the same high school class with Tom Selleck. I know. Is that just a coincidence? One of my favorite, absolute favorite TV theme songs happens to be a Mike Post composition. You guys might not even know that. No. He co-wrote the theme song, The Greatest American Hero. Joey Scarborough only sang it. Yes. I did not know that. I want to read you now a quick list. I'm going to try to do it in one breath. I don't even know if I can. Of um, some of his, I don't even know if I'm including all of them, but these are TV theme songs that Mike Post has given us. Here you go. The A-Team, Baba Black Sheep, Blossom, The Commish, Doogie Howser, oh M.D., The Greatest American <gasps> Hero, Hardcastle and McCormick, Hooperman, Hunter, Magna P.I., News Radio, Prophet, Quantum Leap, oh, Renegade, News Riptide, Radio. Silk Stockings, Stingray, Tales of the Gold Monkey, Ten Speed, Brown Sho- oh, Ten Speed and Brown Shoe, The White Shadow, and Wise Guy. Can you believe That's all amazing. of this? That is amazing. I love Doogie's theme song. I love Doogie. Oh, yes. think we're we're growing up to the Bee Gees or whomever, but really we're listening. We're growing up to Mike Post, and we don't even know it. Exactly, oh, yeah. it's the music of our when coming you hear of that age. List. Uh-huh. Isn't that mm-hmm. amazing? So, just like our Barry Manilow episode earlier this season, we asked our social media followers to send us their favorite TV theme songs of all time, and they ponied up with over fifty TV shows. Many of them mentioned over and over and over. You can only imagine, right? And then Carolyn and Michelle and I all created our own personal top ten lists, and also asked the people around us to share their favorites, as you heard Michelle doing. Um, and every mention got counted, whether it was in person or online. And I then put my math helmet on and I came up with a definitive ranking of the top 10 TV theme songs from the golden age of TV theme songs, as long as you don't ask me to check my work. <laughs> and there will be ties. There will be ties because math is math. That's just the right. way it goes. That's right. That's right. And so now, as Casey Kasem would say, on with our countdown. In the number 10 spot, we have two songs. I said that there would be ties, right? We have two (laughs) songs that made a moderate showing in the race, but squeaked into the countdown with the help of their very strong showing on Michelle's and my personal top 10 lists. For me, it was The Courtship of Eddie's Father. For me, it was Family Ties. So The Courtship of Eddie's Father is by Harry Nilsson, and I'm a Nilsson, so I have a lot of feelings. I have special feelings for Harry Nilsson. Um, and the song is called Best Friend. People, let me tell you about my best friend. He's a warm-hearted person who loved me till the end of and the sequence, the opening sequence of the show starts with the two of them walking on the beach, Bill Bixby and his little boy, Eddie, walking on the beach. And Eddie will ask a very earnest, childlike 
question. And Bill Bixby is all sexy in his bell bottoms and his <laughs> and his skin tight V neck sweater sexy. with the wide collar and he's got his tinted aviators on. And they run on the beach and they climb rocks and they play airplane. It's like your romantic fantasy translated into a parent child relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll break your heart. And Harry Nilsson captures it perfectly. And when I was little, I would watch this portion of the show and I would cry. There's a little tear coming Aww. down my face. I loved it so much. Okay. And for me, this song came in for me at number four, which I actually, uh, after I sent it, it might even be higher. But um, I mean, the, the theme from Family Ties. The song makes me tear up every time I hear it because the lyrics are so sweet and it's set to these photos from the family album that are just kind of going from when, especially in season one and two, when Stephen and Elise meet through when they're hippies and then when she's pregnant and then they have the babies and the lyrics are just so beautiful. And then it's the whole, what would we do, baby, without us? It's Johnny Mathis with that sweet, sweet liquid gold voice. And Denise Williams of, you know, let's hear it for the boy fame. And their voices just blend together so beautifully. And I will say that I I, I know people listening right now are agreeing with me that that is just a beautiful, beautiful theme song. And what made it, it, it's a beautiful song on its own, but the images they put with it, oh, it just, it did. It was a song that made me very emotional still does because I, I think I've told you guys I've been watching it on Paramount plus it makes and- you love that family all right in the number nine spot Michelle is the one who rated this next song the highest on her countdown and since her husband serenaded us with it I think she should tell us what we have <laughs> in the number nine spot Yes, coming in for me at number five is Believe It or Not, I'm Walking, walking on, on It's air. the theme from The Greatest American Hero. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. So it was number five on your personal top ten. On my personal top ten, it's number nine here. Sorry, it's number nine. And it's just, it's so singable. I do have to tell you a funny story. So when I was asking, and um, Brian sang that immediately, um, he then revealed later, he's like, I don't know why that popped into my head. I've never even seen that show. (laughs) I I (laughs) didn't watch the show either, but I can sing it. I'm totally on the same page. There are lots of shows I did not watch regularly, but I can sing the songs. And that comes down to that fact that we didn't have as many shows. So we did know the songs. Okay, number eight. Of the three of us, I am the only one who had this next song in my top ten. You guys, I cannot even believe this. But our followers chimed in with enough enough votes to push it into the number eight spot. Number eight, you guys, it's our theme song. How could you not put the Partridge Family on your top ten? Come on, get happy. It's embarrassing moment. I can't even believe it. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Did you know that there were two versions of that song? I did not. So in the first season, um, 
It was more of a storytelling style. It's the same exact tune, but it wasn't Come On, Get Happy. It was called When We're Singing, and it was Come On Down and Meet Everybody and Hear Us Singing. There's nothing better than being together when we're singing. Five of us. This is the whole performance, right? Five of us and mom working all day. We knew we could help her if our music would play. Danny got Ruben to sell our song. And it really came together when mom sang along. So it was clearly written by a fifth grader. Um, I think it's adorable. It is adorable, but it (laughs) is not professional. So (laughs) I mean, it's like they're trying to retrofit the words into the rhythm of the song. So then by season two, you have, again, the same tune, new lyrics. Hello, world, here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. I just think it's better. It's just about yeah. we had a dream. We go traveling together. We spread a little love and then we keep moving on. Something that's always happens we, whenever we're together. Something always happens whenever we're together and yeah. we spread a lot of love. That's exactly yes. why we chose that song as our theme song for those listening. Precisely. Um, we looked at the lyrics of a lot. We knew we wanted to have something recognizable. And so we right. looked at the lyrics of a lot. Of, we thought a TV theme song would be funny. Mm-hmm. And and because we had the little, we knew we wanted the TV image. This is way back, you guys, in like what, September? Mm-hmm. And we, um, way back, <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> it does seem like a long time ago. We've come a long way since then, yeah. Oh, but yeah. we wanted a TV theme song. And we thought this, actually, Kristen, just so all of you listening, Kristen wanted us to sing it. Remember that, Kristen? Do you want me to do it again? Carolyn and I I stopped that right away. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we the lyrics of Come On, Get Happy, not because we wanted to make everybody happy. That was our mission. We wanted to bring joy. And something always happens as long as we're together was so true, too, because we all had such a good time talking about Gen X stuff every time we were together. And that's, yeah, there you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. Okay, number seven. At number seven, we have another tie between... The Love Boat. And The Facts of Life. Well, mine was The Love Boat. That was my song. Love. Exciting and new. Come aboard. As we prepared for this episode, I listened to it and I got the same feeling inside. Mm -hmm. And it's more about the experience of that song and what how it makes me feel that I put it on my Mm -hmm. list. Because it's this feeling of anticipation. As I have stated to you guys many times, I had this thing that I loved about seeing a celebrity from yeah. one place show up somewhere else, like Battle of the Network Stars, mm-hmm. or in this case, The Love Boat. And they were a different character. And I just love that. And so that's when we learned, while that theme song is playing, the little portholes would yes! show with totally. the guest stars' faces. And so that was in the portholes. Yeah. Yes. Who was going to be on? You know, was it going to be Elky Summer? Who was, on? <laughs> <laughs> who was never in anything except game shows and the love boat. And so I just loved the feeling I still can get inside mm-hmm. when I hear that song. It was kind of this anticipatory, like, oh, who's going to yeah. be on this week? And um, that's why I chose that song. So it wasn't as much the lyrics mm-hmm. or anything like that. Because again, Love. Cheesy Exciting and Jack Jones. And yeah. It's but I think, le- Carolyn, like, that's equally singer. as important. Mm-hmm. I think the feeling you get from the theme song is equally as important as you picking one because I loved the lyrics or I love, I mean, for sure, that's why I picked most of mine. I mean, um, Family Ties and this next one, The Facts of Life, is the same a lot. I love the show. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both and there you have the facts of life. 
the facts of life. Um, also, facts of life, guys, just to remind you, is tied at number seven with The Love Boat. And I loved the show, one of my favorite shows in fifth and sixth and seventh grade. Um, and we loved to sing this song at recess. In fact, I'm a little disappointed it wasn't in my day in the life because we would play Foursquare and sing, uh, you know, we knew, we were so proud of the fact we knew all the words. We even knew the the lesser known trickier verse when the boys you used to date you hate it seems you best investigate the facts of life the fa- it was <laughs> you know that's a, that was mm-hmm. not always shown that was only yep. in the longer versions of the yep. title of the theme song so it's just a fun happy song do you guys like facts of life i loved facts of life particularly in that first year and i think the so- the words to that song were kind of speaking to us exactly because this was pre-adolescent and teen Mm -hmm. girls speaking to us pre-adolescent and teen girls. And wouldn't you have liked to hang out in a house with all your buddies 100% of the time with Mm -hmm. no parents around? And then George Clooney is going to move in and run the candy shop next door. Right. (laughs) Or help run the candy shop next door. Totally. And there's just a candy shop. Just the fact that there's a candy shop. (laughs) Okay. In the number six spot, we have another tie. Good thing I warned you, right? In the number six spot, The first one was on all three of our lists, roughly in the same spot. So we're all on the same page here. And the second one was really high on Michelle and Carolyn's list, but never even occurred to me, which I think is kind of funny. So all three of us have big feelings about One Day at a Time, and the two of you are both in love with... Little House on the Prairie. Oh, I love that. And that's another... Yes, and I'll, I'll, I'll put in. I'm even going to sing the instrumentals, guys. <laughs> so you're talking about the opening sequence, not dun 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 dun. Oh no, dun, the opening. Dun, dun, dun. It's the yeah. opening. I mean, I love the okay. dun dun the yeah. ending oh, one no, too. Oh no, for me, it's the opening. Uh, okay. But I do the, French the opening horn one. Yes, okay. those iconic four French horn notes in the beginning. say again it's about the feeling that I get which is almost yeah, sure. indescribable I've tried to name it and I'm going to tell you what I've come up with for right now I would probably call it the little house on the prairie warming sensation effect Aww. that it just gave me a warming sensation I thought you were going to go back to body. your old your old standby nipple lightning nipple, nipple lightning it's more it's deeper than nipple lightning I mean it's it's oh wow like you wait yourself is. Yeah, it goes <laughs> to my toes. That warm, it's, warm, it's warm, warm groin feeling. <laughs> it's warm everywhere. Carol, though, I wrote that down on my paper. It says it right here. Warm. I wrote, I just have a lot of feelings associated with the show. And like, th- for those of you listening, go back and listen to our Little House on the Prairie episode from season one. We talk a lot about those feelings. But I just have a lot of feelings associated with the show and the theme that that yeah the french horn and the music it just amplifies those feelings one day at a time is just a good song it's just a good song and i'm surprised it wasn't on the radio how could that song have not been on the radio and i have a very distinct it's if you recall it starts like this is it this is it this is it this is life I don't know all the words, but what I do have is a memory. Oh God, my mom's going to kill me. My mom loved this song also. She loved this show. She loved Bonnie Franklin and she would stand up and she would dance and she would do like, almost like she's jogging a little bit. And then she would smack her ass. This is it. (laughs) She's going to kill me. 
Oh my god, I love it. Smacking her haunches. I used to have this ongoing argument with one of my roommates, <laughs> um, Martha, hello Martha, who swore. So the line is, so up on your feet, up on your feet, somewhere there's music play. And Martha swore it was so wop on the beat. So wop I on love the Martha. beat. On no. the beat. Wait, Caroline, you thought it was wop on the beat? I don't know if I thought about the wop. But I definitely did on the beat. I'm not sure what I it was. I was last night years old when I realized that was not those were not the words. I just want You're everyone kidding. to know. I think no. I always thought it was so up on your feet. So, well, so yeah, up so on your up feet. on your feet, like up, up on your feet. UP, yeah, not yeah. wop. No, not uh-huh. wop. I always thought was, so up she on thought feet, it was wop on the beat. beat. It's up on somewhere your feet. Somewhere there's music. Well, it makes yeah. sense. Don't you, you say somewhere there's now. music playing. We'll just take my well, so does a beat make no? There's no beat. It's I think it was, feet. I thought, so jump on the beat. It was jump on the beat. Of course you're going to so jump on the beat. Feet, somewhere, there's feet, somewhere there's music playing. playing. Don't okay. you worry now. Well, our listeners can <laughs> contribute. One day to. at a time, one day, day at a time. time. One day da, 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 da. It's just a good song. It's just a really good song. Oh my God, everybody who's listening, stop screaming at us. We yes. cannot hear you. You know they are. Okay. Here's another one that was on all of our lists, all three of us. Mm-hmm. Because it's awesome, in the oh, number yes. five spot we have Schlemiel, Schlemazel. We need to do a reel with us doing, because I would do the choreographed thing with my sister, and she'd be, you know, uh, surely I'd be Laverne. Up and the down. We'd go up and down, and then go off with our You should see the choreography that's going on right now. So, did we name the show? It's Laverne and Shirley. If, if you didn't know that, in the number five spot is Laverne and Shirley. And right. it's also right. just an awesome, awesome song. And it was written by Norman Gimbel and Charles Fox, who also wrote the Happy Days theme. And Penny Marshall contributed that, they call it a hopscotch chant. I didn't know what the hell that was. What the Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. I did not know what that was. But apparently that was thanks to Penny Marshall. And here are your vitamins for the day. Get ready. A shlemiel means a habitual bungler. A shlemazel is an extremely unlucky or inept person. This is Yiddish, I'm assuming. Hassenpfeffer is rabbit stew. And why they put incorporated on the end, I have no idea. What you need to do now and everyone listening needs to do, because I discovered this last night and it was, it just made my heart happy. Um, it's a YouTube video of a concert that the Killers, who I, I didn't really know who the Killers were. I've seen them in concert. But now I do. And now I love them. They brought the Violent Femmes up on stage <gasps> in love Milwaukee. The Femmes. And they sing this song. And it is so Stop fun it. and cute. Yes. So I, I will put that. a link God. in the show notes. It yes, is please. so great. It was like oh, their God. homage to the city of Milwaukee, but it was it oh, was yeah. fun. Okay, this is also this I did not know. These guys that wrote Laverne and Shirley and Happy Days also wrote the Wonder Woman theme, which did not get a single vote. Not one person said Wonder oh, Woman, yeah. but I that song that. is a kick in the pants. Wonder Woman. It's oh, like yeah. right? That is a good song. It's like this hard driving feminist anthem. And I never yes. really heard the words before, but it's like Wonder Woman in your satin tights, fighting for your rights, and the red, <laughs> white, and blue. Wonder Woman. All the world is waiting for you. And the power you possess. 
you sat in tights, fighting for your rights, and the old red, white, and blue. I mean, it's serious. It's yes. serious. And that's a good example of a show I really didn't watch that much, but I loved the theme song. I knew that theme song. Okay, number four. Carolyn, what do we have at number four? Well, you guys, we have another classic, wonderful one. Welcome back, Cotter. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. And as Michelle pointed out, that actually hit number one on the Billboard chart. So that's, uh, I think, maybe the only TV Mm -hmm. theme song that hit number one, because Greatest American Hero was number two. I've got some fun facts for you about this song, too. Good. So buckle up, you guys. So it's sung by John Sebastian. John Sebastian Sebastian was an original member of the Love and Spoonful. Oh, I didn't know that. How yeah. Did I know so that? um then they had kind of broken up and he had gone on his own way and he had really not been doing much before um he wrote this. So there was the Love and Spoonful days and then there was all of a sudden he's back in the back in the groove because he wrote and sang the Welcome Back Cotter song. I think it's because he was very lucky his godparents were looking down on him. Guess who his godparents are? Oh my god. You'll never Mike guess. Mike Post. Mike Post. No, no, not Mike Post. <laughs> His godmother is Vivian Vance. His godmother is <gasps> Ethel. Oh, Ethel. Yes, from I Love Lucy. His godfather is Garth Williams, the oh, children's book no. Il- no, illustrator. No, 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 no. What are you talking about? illustrated The Little House on the, the Prairie House. Books, Charlotte's oh Web, Stuart Little, and a lot of little golden books. Can you believe that? That Ethel? is crazy. I know. Ethel so, and Garth Williams. Yes. Not so Garth I Brooks. think. No, not also, Garth Brooks. Also, isn't it an interesting family, though, that Vivian Vance and Garth Williams were in their circle of that's friends? The same like, that's the That's a very eclectic circle well, of friends. How do they know yes. both of those people? How fun is that? That's yeah, some good stuff, Carolyn. Not to mention, those are great lyrics in that song. I yeah, love, love, love that song. And don't you wonder, since it was such a big hit, how many more viewers did the show get because of that song being on the radio? And being, it was such a good song. I mean... People are going to be like, right. I'm going to watch that show. The two of you need to introduce our number mm. three song because you both put it in the number one number spot one. on your list. And we did these lists confidentially. No contest. Yes. Yeah, this no is number one for, for both of you. There's a plate of homemade wishes on the kitchen windowsill. And it is enough to fill our lives with love. Let's go. I mean, when we talked about when, again, we have an eight is enough entire podcast episode, people go back and find it. It's a good one. And we talk a lot about that theme song. Yeah. It's beautiful. And it gives us all the feels and it, it, we're not the only ones. I know every, many, many of you listening feel the same way because when we did the eight is enough theme song, we got a lot of comments about yeah. that. The theme song, the theme song. So it's, um, it's, it's number it's three on our list. I mean, number yeah. three. And I think it's a theme song that got buried. I think once you trigger people's memory about it, they're like, oh, my God, the theme song. And they really, really go back in time mm-hmm. and remember how much they loved it. Oh, and the golden pipes of Grant Goodeve. Oh, oh sweetheart. His, his voice yes. is just mm-hmm. as pretty as his face. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> With his ski jacket on. Number two. Let's move on. Number Alrighty. two. This whole experiment, really. 
was really a contest between the next two songs. It was a nail-biter. But in the end, one of them took a definitive lead. And at number two, we have the song that I put in my number one spot. Oh, we're moving on up, moving on up to the east to side. The east side. Okay, I'm going to start now. In the, in the sky. sky. So moving on up from the Jeffersons starts, it's basically a storytelling song like we talked about in the beginning. It tells you exactly what the show is about. And you have George and Wheezy on the sidewalk and they're looking up, right, at their new apartment. They're moving on up to the east side. And this is how I learned of the cachet of living on the top floor, that that was significant, that that meant you were (laughs) really making it in the world. And I understood the double meaning. I was like, oh, that's so clever. Where they were moving on up in life, and they were moving on up to the top floor of this new apartment Uh building. And I just thought that was so clever. I loved it. I mean, just try not to clap along to that song, right? You can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's impossible. And you might have to stand up, too. Um, uh-huh. I think Maybe a lot hit of people. Your haunches, yeah. like Linda. <laughs> smack, hit your haunches. smack your haunch. <laughs> smack your haunches while you jog. It's a jogging dance. Um, so a lot of people know this already, but it was sung by Janae Dubois, who played Wilona on Good Times. Good Times was actually that was my number nine pick. On, That's a very good theme song. It's a really good theme song. Disappointed it didn't make it into our top 10. Okay. And now for the number one TV theme song of our shared TV history, as voted by you, the members of the Pop Culture Preservation Society. Ladies and gentlemen, this song features our beloved hometown of Minneapolis and our hat tossing Saturday night bestie, Mary Richards. The number one song is the theme from the Mary Tyler Moore Show. You can take a nothing day and suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. Let you go and you should know it. With each glance and every little movement you show, love is all around you. No need to waste it. You can have a town, why don't you take it? That song is Minnesota to me. It's the beauty of my new home when I moved here. It's the beauty of my new city, this place that I was going to be going to. And this is how my mom sold it to me. We're going to the place where Mary Richards lives. Oh, yes. Oh. I didn't know that. Yes, absolutely. That's darling. And, and I know. And I just, I get very warm and fuzzy feelings about that. I thought Mary was going to be like sitting on my doorstep when I arrived. Um, But it's also a bedtime song for me because I would be all tucked in cozy in my bed and Mary Tyler Moore came on every night at 10 o'clock after the news and my parents had the little portable Panasonic TV on their dresser and I could hear that that the theme song beginning and it. It was an every night nightly thing. Like it was, it was my mm-hmm. lullaby. It was putting me so to you bed. Have a, you have a feeling with that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a oh, warm, gosh. cozy, tucked in feeling. 
So Mary Tyler Moore was the clear winner by a long shot. She she really way, got way out ahead of the Jeffersons after a while. They were neck and neck for a while. But then Mary Tyler Moore pulled ahead. But there were many, many songs submitted to us as favorites. And just because you didn't hear yours in the countdown does not mean it's not one of the best TV theme songs of all time. And we want you to feel heard. And so here's a list of all the TV theme songs submitted to the Pop Culture Preservation Society as people's favorites. People let us know what is their favorite, and here are all the votes they submitted. That Girl, starring Marlo Thomas, Good Times, Chips, The Hardy Boys, The Waltons, Moonlighting, Family Ties, MASH, Love American Style. I tried not to sing it. I did that on purpose. Um <laughs> Love American Style. Okay, I couldn't do it. Gilligan, Laverne and Shirley, WKRP, The Rockford Files, All in the Family, Taxi, Barney Miller, which has one of the most recognizable bass lines, I think, of all time, really. Do, 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 Bosom Buddies. What is Bosom Buddies? Do you remember? If I heard it, I would, but I can't. I think it's a song. I don't think it's... Oh, it's... it's um, yeah, it you is. Don't remember it's the Billy show? Joel song. It's oh, My Billy Life. Oh, Billy Joel. It's Billy Joel, My Life. Yes. It's My yeah. Life. Got it. Dallas, The Muppet Show, Little House on the Prairie, BJ and the Bear, which we used to call BJ and the Boobs, um, The Facts of Life, The Monkees, Hawaii Five-O, The Odd Couple, The Brady Bunch, Beretta, The Courtship of Eddie's Father, Welcome Back, Cotter, The Greatest American Hero, Sanford and Son, um, <laughs> Cheers... <laughs> Hill Street Blues, SWAT, Heart to Heart, Alice, which thank you for reviving Alice for me, Michelle, because Mm -hmm. that really is a fantastic theme song. Mm -hmm. Happy Days, Love Boat, Three's Company, The Jeffersons, The Partridge Family, Eight is Enough, One Day at a Time, The Mary Tyler Moore Show, The Bob Newhart Show, China Beach, which I think was a Motown song, The Bugaloos, they're in the air and everywhere, Sigmund and the Sea Monster, and Johnny and Scott, our friends, Um, The Beverly Hillbillies, Sesame Street, The Electric Company. And Love there, it. I just have, there are a couple of things that I have to bring up that didn't get a single vote that kind of surprised me. Mr. Rogers, nobody said. What? Yeah. Nobody said Mr. Mr. Rogers. Nobody said the Munsters, which is like huh. the surf rock thing. Batman, which is pretty iconic. Do you guys remember Square Pegs? Yeah, I don't. I remember the show. Square pegs, square pegs, square pegs. Like, oh my God. Right. Square pegs, square pegs. That was by the waitresses. Yeah. Um, And then we did talk about making it. No, I'm the only one who said anything about making it with the Dr. Pepper guy. Angie, do you remember the theme song to Angie? It was by Maureen McGovern, and that actually charted too. That was, I think, number a number eight song. It wasn't Angie Baby by Helen Reddy. That was my mistake. I just made the assumption that Angie Baby by Helen Reddy was about the show Angie about Donna (laughs) Mm -hmm. Pascal. But no, it was not. I have a big one that got left off the list. So I'm going to put this on as an honorable mention. Okay. Um, And was it on your list? Was it on your top 10? I I didn't put it on my list only because I didn't want to be ridiculed. Um, But it's a very honorable mention that that cannot be left unmentioned. Um, It was one of my very favorite theme songs of all time. It's a bit of a sleeper, but I am very proud that I can still sing the entire thing, you guys. (gasps) It's seriously like my adult party trick. Um, Do you want to know what it is? Yes, do yes. it. Please well, you know what? It. I'm going to sing it. Okay, And please. I'm going to sing the entire thing. I'm going to sing it sped up. And so don't even try to cut me off. All right? Okay. I'm going to try really hard to keep my mouth shut. For those of you listening, 
for those of you listening out there, I know for certain there are many of you who will know this when I start singing it and who are going to be shouting it out. So please, I'm encouraging you, sing along with me, um, please. I, you know, I need, I need some backup. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Picture this. Um, and you guys, I don't even have to like look these words up, but picture this. There's um, a, a solo spotlit piano and an empty bar and some very mediocre vocals at best. Okay. Something magic in the way you hold me in your eyes. Here comes the female who we hate. No one ever warned oh. me, love, just takes you by surprise. Both sing. Don't know what's come over me. You got me hypnotized when you look at each other. Look at me. Music swells. You look at me. Soft as any touch can be. And suddenly there's magic when you look at me. I feel like I'm in heaven every moment when. Harmonize. You look at me. Key change. You look at me. Music swelling. And suddenly I'm captured in your eyes. Here come the here comes the horns. You look do 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 at do 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 me dun 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 dun. They're holding out the they're holding out the last note me, and then everybody's applauding. Okay, and I want at first I thought, oh yes, I know exactly what that is, and then I thought I was going to sing along, and now I have no fucking idea what the fuck. Are you kidding me? I don't know what that is. What is no, that? What was that? What was the theme song from Joni Loves Chachi? Oh, oh, wait. Do Scott Bayo and Aaron Moran sing that song? Um, yeah. theme he sings it to Aaron Moran but in real life he was singing it to me and he sings there's something magic in the way you hold me in your eyes oh and I God. want you guys to go back and watch it and okay. I want you to notice how off key he is at the time oh, I thought he was the best Scott. singer ever did you guys not watch Johnny Loves Chachi religiously um yeah sure I watch it. you know what everybody listening <laughs> I'm gonna have to find a new job that's it I'm gonna throw up all my papers in the air can I just beg you, those of you out there who knew that song that are listening, even if you couldn't sing it with me, if you knew it, please let me know because I'm feeling very alone here in my closet. Oh, my goodness. And that, my friends, concludes our countdown of the top 10 television theme songs in all the land. Thank you for joining us. And remember to keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. And join us next time for what might be my favorite episode that we'll ever, ever do. We will be preserving the 70s version of reality TV, Battle of the Network Stars. And if you know a fellow Gen Xer who would enjoy this show, please share our countdown with them and make sure to tag us when you do. And we're sure you are already subscribing or following where you listen. But if you're not, please do. It makes a huge difference in If We Get Heard. Also, leaving a rating or review would be really helpful and we'd appreciate you forever and ever. In the meantime, let's raise our glasses for a toast. Straight from the apartment of Jack Tripper, Janet Wood, and Chrissy Snow, where the kisses are hers and hers and his. Two good times. Two happy days. Two little house on the prairie. Cheers. 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 
information, opinions, and comments expressed on the Pop Culture Preservation Society podcast belong solely to me, the Crushologist, and Carolyn and Hello Newman, and are in no way representative of our employers or affiliates. And though we truly believe we are always right, I guess there's always a first time. The PCPS is written, produced, and recorded at Modern Well, a woman-centered co-working space in Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of the fictional WJM Studios and our beloved Mary Richards. Nanu Nanu, keep on trucking, and may the force be with you. We get a happy feeling when we're singing a song.